1: to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mal Vampergas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. And to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, just go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. It's time to that you give yourself the gift of truth. I would like to make a quick announcement for the benefit of those who may not be aware of the following. A few days ago, we lost an incredible human being and the kind of truth-seeker who risked her life on a daily basis for sharing her truth. In fact, we may have lost her for that bravery as she was getting ready to publish a book titled Bright Light on Black Shadows. Man is a mind, not a body. I hope the book is finally published We lost Dr. Rauni, Lina, Lugan and Kilde I always remember our interaction Offline and also on the Three hour interview we conducted during season one If you haven't listened to that interview I highly recommend that you do It's one of the best Since tonight we're discussing the topic of the Afterlife or the beyond I would like to dedicate Tonight's program to the memory Of our good friend Dr. Rauni Kilde during our interview, she discussed them many times she almost died. She came to the conclusion that there is no death. We simply go from one vehicle to another. Here are some words from that interview.
0: I think that uh, when you think of the universe and development, and we are just like little ants, so why would we look at the ant hive, and why would we sort of uh, be bad to them? We are interested. We're looking at them. They're very intelligent. They have a society. They have a queen, and they have babysitters, and they have first aid, and they have the whole thing. Why would be? Why would we want to destroy them? No, no reason at all. Sometimes we may step on them, not uh, intentionally, but you know, go the same way. Right. So I do think that the universe is really giving us a chance to develop our our souls, our spirits. On this planet and this planet is not one of the best in the world but it is one of the most beautiful ones that i have you know have had experience of in dreams and in of body experiences
1: when somebody's cloned does that clone get a soul
0: yeah that is a thing that i have been asking myself many many times i remember when when dr wolf was uh, dealing with clones and he's written a book about it and uh, he was uh, supposedly teaching ethics to a clone which they called joe and uh, and he was so good in teaching this male clone joe ethics that uh, when american military came and said kill that dog oh. he refused he refused and he was um, well taken care of because yes. they want rumba soldiers they don't want somebody who thinks
1: yes. you know ethically killers
0: so in that respect I would say that they do have a soul because like we have a soul and a body so a clone has a body so of course it also has a soul somebody's soul chooses to go there
1: okay okay
0: that's my opinion anyway
1: dr. Kilde, in all your years of research and after all your near-death experiences and attempts on your life what is your conclusion
0: the conclusion is, there is no death, and we are not alone in the universe, and we never have been.
1: And you also said that even to those who hate us and want to see us dead, we need to send them love and light, right?
0: That's right. Love and light, and a really big, big hug, and a big, big light, because they need it badly.
1: It's been a great privilege and an honor to have interviewed someone of your caliber, Dr. Kilda.
0: Thank you, Mel. It's 1.20 a.m., so I'm going to go back to sleep and maybe get out of my body. So maybe <laughs> we will meet in space. Thank you very much. See you in my dreams.
1: May you rest in peace, Dr. Rauni. There are five big questions related to the who, where, why, how, and when of death. Specifically, who in us dies or survives Where do we go after death? Will we even go somewhere? Why do we die? What is the need and meaning of this event? How are we going to die? What passes in us when we die? When do we die? Is there a predetermined time? Can we change the time and effects of our death? Can we find answers in medical and biological knowledge, which is only limited to the material aspect of death and its physiological aspects death however is more than a physical phenomenon but there are intangible aspects to the human being and mind also called soul and it must also be considered we must consider that the mind has to be studied via a spiritual approach this approach to death is broad and coherent and allows us to release all fears and to tell us more Today's special guest is Christopher Vasey, a naturopathic doctor from Switzerland. Hello, Christopher, and welcome back. How are you?
2: Hello, Mel. I'm fine. I'm doing fine. Thank you.
1: Well, it's my pleasure having you on. Thank you for being back with us after just a, a few weeks. But I, I couldn't help but, but find the urgency of, of bringing you here to discuss a topic that is very dear to us, the topic of life after death. This is one of the the most important questions to to all of us. I have to make a quick disclaimer here. When you agreed to appear in Sanitas, our our sister radio program, I was impressed by the number of books you have written on the topic of health. Usually, you don't find people in this field discussing the topic of death and the afterlife, so I had to bring you on to Veritas, as I said before, to discuss your research. As someone who has studied science, medicine, biology, physiology, etc., for decades how were you able to find answers to the great question of what happens after we die
2: well uh yes i studied uh, health and um, natural medicine and this gives good answers and information on how to keep healthy but even if you're healthy there comes a day when you finally die and what happens uh, afterwards does it go on afterwards and so forth those are questions that are asked myself that everybody asks themselves and but naturopathy cannot give answers on that subject to answer this uh, this kind of questions one has to approach things with a spiritual uh, approach of life indeed there there are two ways of seeing life one is the materialist approach of uh, science and which uh, most people believe in and this materialist approach thinks that only is uh, only what is of gross matter exists, and that's if we want to believe in the existence of something we 've got to be able to, to see it and with this approach, a human being is only a physical body uh, directed by a brain. So for the, these people, uh, death is the moment where the body stops uh, functioning, and when it stops functioning. Our personality, our ego uh, disintegrates, and we are no more it 's finished but there's another uh, approach of life, which is a spiritual approach which considers that matter exists, but there's also other things which exist which are not of matter, which are invisible but nevertheless exist and among the uh, with this approach, a human being is considered as being an immaterial spirit that is a spirit taken in a sense of soul which has incarnated in a physical body and uses this body uh, during its uh, throughout uh, life when the spirit incarnates in the body it doesn't merge with it it is just linked to it and this link will uh, last to our last day and then it will become weaker and then break and the spirit will or the soul will move out of the body and go on existing in the beyond and the physical body will then be left behind and disintegrate so death is only the disintegration of our physical body the tool the spirit has used uh, during its earth life uh, its life here on earth
1: translated from French uh, the title of your book is to die is to be born into the afterlife. What do you mean
2: by that? In the beyond, in in fact. Uh, The beyond being a region uh, which is not uh, the region where we are. It's uh, the the other side, the other world. It's also called the other world. Uh, The world which surrounds us, which we can see, touch, and look with magnifying glasses and telescopes and so forth, is the world of of gross matter. And there's another world where the souls of the deceased go, which is called uh, the beyond, because it's beyond the capacity of perception of our five senses.
1: I think most people fear death for a few reasons. Correct me if I'm wrong. Number one, I would say we don't want to have a painful death. Number two, the pain of leaving loved ones behind. And, and three, fear of the unknown. What's your opinion on why we fear death?
2: Well, uh, I think, yeah, uh, when we are not uh, well informed on something and we know it's coming closer and it's going to happen, of course we are afraid because we we cannot master the situation. We it's uh, going into the unknown. But um, the knowledge of uh, what is death, what happens afterwards, is available and has uh, can be learned can be learned by people, which will give them a clear idea uh, of what is going to happen, and then they can be more peaceful and not fear uh, death. Of course, leaving behind uh, family members or friends is always uh, a pain. It's the same thing if we go and live on the other side of the world, uh, the, the earth, We won't, and we know we won't see them for for tens of years. Of course, we are not too happy either. But um, curiously, it is, uh, there's another fear which is never talked about, and that is um, in, in relation with a big law, a spiritual law which has been taught uh, ever since man has been on Earth, which is the law of sowing and reaping, what you sow, you will reap and it's not uh it's a spiritual law so it's not talking about sowing corn to reap corn but it's sowing all our deeds words and thoughts are things we are sowing into creation and that we will reap in uh the future in order to experience on ourselves what we have done to others
1: are you referring to karma
2: yeah karma it's also karma yeah this return of what we have uh, done is uh, called karma in the far east in the east far east and um, it is the logical reaping of what we have uh, sown and it's not arbitrary it's not by chance it's really what we have sown comes back so that we can experience it on ourselves and see if our decisions the decisions we have taken with our free will were good which will encourage us to go in that direction. Or if they are very painful and not good, then we can, with our free will, decide that we can correct the way we act, improve, and go in another uh, direction. And this law is basically known by everybody. And uh, when we die, uh, well, many people materially think that when we die, then it's finished. So they will not reap what what they have sown. But that's an easy way out because if this law is a spiritual law, it's universal and it's without exception, and if we have not reaped by the end of our life, we will reap in the beyond or in a future life. And many people apparently are more afraid of this. They know that they have not always acted really well or sometimes very badly and they're afraid of all they were going to reap in the future, and that's why they prefer, not to, th- they prefer to think that with death, everything will be finished, and they will not be uh, called to account anymore, which is, in, in the spiritual approach, uh, an illusion. Uh, we will reap in the future, uh, for sure. This law was taught by all the big religions, also by Jesus, it's something uh, very important and serious.
1: What, or what decides where we go after death, and what kind of life we will lead?
2: Well, it's uh, it, it's the law of sowing and reaping. Because um, when we die, we leave behind our physical body, and what goes in the beyond is the soul. I will use the word soul and spirit sometimes, but for the beginning we can, uh, there's a difference between the two, but to make things simpler, I will we'll use one or the other. The soul which moves out of the physical body is uh, something which is much more um, lighter, not as heavy as the physical body. But this does not mean that all the souls have the same weight. And... Depending if someone is very uh, kind, generous, helpful, he's a good soul, and he his his soul is clear, um, clear, light. But if someone is very violent and aggressive, then his soul he's a bad soul, and his soul is dense, dark, uh, and heavy. And the more someone is good, the lighter his soul, and the worse the person is, well the heavier the soul so when the soul moves out of the body it goes in the beyond and then it is brought to a plane of the beyond because the beyond this uh, place the other world is made of different um, planes which are one on top of the other the lighter ones at the top and the um, heavier ones at the bottom and the soul will move up to the plane Which has the same density or weight as itself. Of course, the light planes in the beyond are much uh, places where we can be much happier, more beautiful, where the people who are light have light souls also live. So we experience a totally different thing than if we go in the dark plane of the beyond. So we are. Uh, the souls, as they die, are distributed in the different planes of the beyond according to their lightness or heaviness, that is, their uh, goodness or not-goodness.
1: <clears throat> when you say planes, are we referring to dimensions?
2: No, it's more uh, spheres or, or planes. Different, At different level, there are different places where we can live and uh, go on living and um of course they have a different dimension and time and notions and so forth but uh, it's when i've got the feeling that when one says it's another dimension then people cannot represent themselves uh, something they they can't have a picture of how it is but if you talk about planes or spheres that's another word which is very often used then they can see planes one on top of the other, like uh, uh, the different floors of uh, a building and uh, each of them being a place where we could, uh, we can live.
1: Now, what dies and what survives after we die?
2: Well, um, <clears throat> we, when we are here on Earth, we are a spirit incarnated in a physical body. And medically speaking, when the heart stops beating long enough and the lungs don't um, breathe anymore, then the body cannot function anymore. Uh, the blood is not circulating. The cells, organs stop for functioning. And that's, that's physical death. But That's the death of the tool, the, the, of the physical body, which is a tool for the spirit which incarnated in it. But the spirit is not made of the same material as the physical body because it comes from another plane of creation. And that's, I haven't talked about it, but it's usually known, that uh, the spirit of man comes from the plane which is at the top of creation, which is called the spiritual plane, also called uh, paradise in different, uh, the different religions. So from what I've said up to now, uh, we've got at the top of creation the spiritual plane From that's, that's the place where the spirit stems from underneath there, are, there is the beyond it is the ethereal planes There are different Thank you for listening To
3: unlock the full two hour interview including video formats, downloads transcripts, exclusive articles and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now